In the world of real estate, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, the seller's agents who represent homeowners and the buyer's agents who inform and protect their clients. These are their stories. I'm looking forward to because when I started, it's taken me a while to get this podcast going and we're still early in, in, in this and stuff like that. But he, Karen, you were one of the first ones to contact me and you obviously have a lot of energy. I've looked at a little bit of just like a YouTube video, um, something that you received an award in Chandler, but you're obviously got a lot going on. And so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what's going on? Thank you, Jim. First of all, I want to congratulate you and Becky for bringing a bringing lot of levity to the seriousness of what we have to deal with doing real estate and mortgages. Uh, thank you. I've been a, <laughs> yeah, I've been a real estate broker for all for 15 years now and uh, we kind of pivoted into getting into mortgages and then we got licensed in multiple states so even though we have the real estate brokerage still going we just service our core clients who come through referral but our, our main focus has been mortgages so i've been working with a lot of families doing mortgages in multiple states so that's been keeping me busy that's really and, interesting. Uh, so it's a full cycle coming from real estate to mortgage for me. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I don't know if I can speak for Becky, but the mortgages are like the last thing I'd want to do. <laughs> I don't really enjoy that aspect of it, but it's, it's a necessary part of the transaction. That's for sure. Yes. With the, with the mortgage rate so high, there is really no funny stories around the mortgages. So we'll stick to the real <laughs> estate for today. Yeah, no kidding. That that sounds good. Like you had mentioned one, like, I don't want to give it away, but um, you had mentioned something when you were, I guess you were previewing, but there's a case of like, I don't go ahead and you, why don't you tell that story first? And I don't know. I don't want to, if you have another one that you were planning on talking about, that's fine too, but let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, I have quite a few stories. Anybody being in real estate for a few years, they'll have a bunch of stories to tell but I had to prioritize and pick one wherein I almost got killed. It's funny. At the same time, it was scary. Oh, geez. I got a listing appointment. It was a client that I met in some social group, and I don't remember meeting him, but he called me and he says, hey, I want to sell my house. Then I went to his house. It was in Avatuki. He gave me the address. And this was about, uh, I would say, about 15 years ago. And back in the day, the GPS was not, as accurate. I mean, even still, I see sometimes the GPS will take you to the street over or to the home next mm -hmm. door. That's exactly what happened to me. The GPS took me to a house next door and it was showing that I, I arrived. And since I was there for the listing appointment, I had so many things in my mind. I was trying to pay attention to the elevation, how the outside flowers are, how the overall curb appeal is. And I was thinking how I can best market this property and get top dollar for the customer. So that was my focus. And then I rang the doorbell. There was no response. Then I called him and he said, yeah, the door is open. I was waiting for you. You can just push it. It's sometimes it's hard to open it. So I, st I started to wiggle the door and I started to push it <laughs> and it wouldn't open. Then I should have called, uh, called him again, right? Then I started knocking like hard. I thought maybe he's in the back family room. He didn't respond. 
and I called him again on the cell phone. Hey, I'm here. Uh, then he said, oh, nah, I came to the backyard now. Uh, since I wanted to show you the yard, why don't you come through the side gate? Oh. So there I was. I opened the, uh, I was trying to open the side gate and thankfully it was locked. And by the time I turned around, the homeowner pulled a gun and then the cops, there were like three cop cars literally surrounding me on the curb. So I oh was in a God. state of shock, like what the hell is happening? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, and the funny part of it is I was, first of all, I was, I was more trying to pay attention about how to sell the house and all this was like I was thinking, what is happening? Is this movie or what? And then... Yeah, it might be in a film. <laughs> yeah, like a prank on... Yeah, some kind of prank show or something like that is what it sounds like. Yes, and then the homeowner, he said, you were almost three seconds away from me shooting you to kill. And my, just heart, my heart just sang thinking, oh my gosh, it seems like such a stupid mistake, yet... I'm alive to talk about this story because I could have been easily shot that day. That's Arizona, the, baby. That's Arizona, man. Everybody has a gun, right? Everyone has a gun and we have to be careful. I mean, that that really ties down to the importance of uh, a devil is in the detail, right? So we yeah, as yeah. real estate agents, we have to pay attention, not just to one thing, but so many things are coming at us so fast. And we have to pay attention. Absolutely, if I got killed, the fault would have been mine. And mm -hmm. I, my kids would have lost a father. And it was such a disaster to die in such a way. See, uh, even dying with dignity, they say, right? Even yeah, when dying, you, you better die in a good, <laughs> meaningful way. You don't want to be shot by going into a wrong house, you see? You know, that's a, that's what? it's... that's a, go, ahead, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Becky. Even without GPSs, though... Um... There's a lot of areas in the valley where they'll have like 81st place, 81st street, and 81st drive, and they'll be right next to each other. And all of a sudden, there's been a couple of times over the years where luckily nobody ever drew down on us, but we've gone to the wrong street, the right house number, but the wrong street. And people have been pretty cool about it, but. Yeah, you never know where you're gonna, where you're gonna be. I mean, when I first got into the, into real estate, my broker was telling me the story and I'm pretty sure it's true. She had a, a tendency to embellish as realtors sometimes do, but um, there, there's a guy that was out, out of the armed forces. I think he was a green beret, like, a, like a, you know, a real badass type of guy, but he uh, met somebody at an open house and got shot. Like literally he walked in to that, to a vacant house and somebody had set him up and he got shot. So this, I mean, we talk about that job. This job could be very dangerous, as you saw. I mean, you could yeah. walk in the wrong spot and get shot, and you have to be really, really careful. Yeah, we're thinking about, you know, getting a listing, and other people are thinking, oh, this guy's trying to break into my house, but I'm glad you're okay. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm so happy, and I was just counting my blessings that day because it seemed like a small, silly mistake, but even the cop, there were three cops who, who, who came because... Looks like the guy called them and he said, he's an active robber and he's here and he's knocking on the door. He's trying to enter through my side gate. 
all of that i mean if you think about the episode it's, it's it's such a scary scenario and the cops are desperate to try to catch the criminals while the crime is going on so they're always on top of their game to come there asap to get hold of these uh, people who break in right so it was it was such a such an eye opening thing and the and the uh, and the end story of this is after i became friends with obviously these the, the these homeowners not only did i sell the home that i came to do the listing i also have done business with the home that i practically tried to break in <laughs> the guy that tried to start you wound up doing business with you yes yes That's awesome because because i was there in their front yard for almost an hour the cops wanted to check my background and and all that and uh, so i spent a lot of time and my potential client came out to the yard and then we all started to talk and we laughed about it and it it, it was a good thing that uh, you make friends also in this business where so you meet people randomly and they become friends and lifetime clients friends and they always want to buy they always want to sell so i'm i'm kind of restrict restricting myself to service only my core clients so that's why we still have my brokerage my wife is an agent too we still have that going uh, to service our core business but mortgages is something that i enjoy doing a lot more because there is so many loan programs and just because of the volume we are able to offer the best possible rates and it, it's, it's a good marriage between what we have experienced in real estate and what we look for in a lender and what we provide yeah but uh, but being a real estate agent is not easy you need to have high energy and if you are getting into your 50s and 60s it, it gets tough and it was i have to confess getting old was one of the reasons i was getting out of real estate and getting into mortgages that's huh. you know it's super interesting because you know just again haven't done too many of these but realtors are when you find out, and that, this isn't like a self-promotion, I guess this whole thing, the whole podcast is self-promotion, so I shouldn't say that, but with realtors, we, you have to be very resilient because I think people have the wrong idea of what we do. I mean, it is your own business. And um, something I was touching on last, uh, the last podcast was on my soapbox was, you know, if you don't work with an experienced agent like myself or Karen or whoever it may be, just be careful because you are spending so much money and real estate experience is kind of everything. So you just mentioned that too. Like you got to a point where you're just working off your sphere. Like you developed your, your, you have this clientele and that's what you want to put your energy back into. Not necessarily because there's that um, Brian Buffini, who's a real estate guru type of guy. I always said like, bad business will bring you bad business. Good business will bring you good clientele. So I have a tendency to try to get referrals from clients that I've had very good dealings with, and they bring me good people. And so, you know, when these companies are advertising online and they're just kind of, you know, I just, what I trying to get across is when you're looking for a realtor or a mortgage person, go with somebody who's referred personally. Don't go with just who you see first in the paper, who's going to be the cheapest thing. Cause it's not that kind of business. Actually a study that I put on Jim's Facebook page yesterday and they did a huge study. I think it was the last 10 years or so. And they concluded that people that actually listed and sold their homes with realtors in the MLS made almost 16% more on a sales price than the people who are trying to go outside of the system. 
and that's taking into account commission and everything. So, you know, it's you got to get away from the, you know, cheapest things, the best way to go all the time. You get what you pay for. That is so true. And also there is a saying they say, right? Uh, if you think hiring a professional is expensive, try and hire an amateur. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. it, it holds so true, especially in the real estate business, wherein it's like almost uh, uh, like a uh, uh, like how the knife cuts through the butter. You don't even know. You feel like this transaction is going smooth, but you might be losing a lot, wherein an inexperienced agent might be leaving money on the table during negotiating not only just the price, but even during the inspection, what are the things and what are the terms that you can negotiate? So we see it all the time. In Even in mortgages, like currently I'm doing a transaction. This is out-of-state transaction and the agent had no clue how to really negotiate an extension. So just because of my real estate experience, I had to saddle up and talk to the listing agent directly and, and I was able to negotiate an extended time some agents, they think showing homes is like how they watch it uh, on these uh, HGTV. Yeah. You, guess, <laughs> you just go tour the homes is where the transaction ends. But that's where the transaction begins. And being a professional means that you have to educate yourself a lot. You have to be on top of your game, understanding the trends and advising clients properly, not just showing homes, but in negotiating and and even through the transaction and it doesn't end there so yeah i mean uh, people who are listening if you're into real estate if you're a licensed agent you can probably relate to this fact that once a client becomes your uh, once a customer or a friend or a family member becomes your client their lifetime value could go upwards of 20000 and the value that we have to provide is five times in return that's the goal that we need to have. I mean, I'm preaching, but that, uh, that's the truth. We have the potential to do that. That is true. We have, um, it's kind of, I look at it this way a little bit. I, Becky and I are both into sports and I look at, you know, a lot of times these guys are in college football and up until recently they weren't making any money. So when they get drafted by a team, like say you get drafted by the Phoenix, the Arizona Cardinals, well, they're paying you based on what you did before, not what you're necessarily going to do. And so when I go on a listing presentation, it's what I have to tell people is I've been doing this for 27 years. So you're paying me for all that experience. And like, and people don't know what they don't know. I have one of my best friends is a kinesiologist. Like he's a doctor of kinesiology. He's a brilliant guy. And he, and we always joke because working out, you go to a gym, everybody thinks they know how to work out just like inherently they think they know how to work out. They think they know real estate. And I, I don't try to be a jerk, but I've had people, well, my mom and dad said, do this. I'll say, well, your mom and dad might've bought two or three homes in their lifetime. Like my first year of real estate, 27 years ago, I did 60 transactions with my mom at that time, you know, when we were, and so you learn stuff and it's like, it's, it's not all equal and we're not all created equal. And I, I wish the bar was set higher for realtors as far as educationally and stuff like that. But you know, you have to protect yourself. That's why you got to go with a uh, good people, little advertising pitch like Kieran or myself or Becky, we, we know what we're doing and we save people money and we see, you know, it's hard to fix a bad paint job and it's hard to fix a bad real estate deal. You know, and you gotta, you just gotta 
like anything in life, hire a good realtor, know a good lawyer, know some good doctors, and don't skimp on those things. Yeah, yeah, that that's it. And people with experience like you and Becky have so much of experience in the industry. Sometimes it's very difficult to brag about ourselves, but the humble brag is what I struggle myself because when I'm competing with a lot of the agents who are either doing it part-time or who are just kicking back their commission just for signing a right. uh, contract. Yeah. Uh, I, I see that a lot and I have to compete them with, with a lot. And then I just tell them, okay, the only way you can compare me and them is I've done over 1,000 transactions and I've seen more than 3,000 transactions combined with my mortgage experience. It's just that I know and have experienced more than anybody else. I might not be the cheapest all the time, but just like buying a TV, you could always find a cheap deal. There is no, there is no bottom. The race to the bottom is so steep that you can always find somebody who can do it for $500 or even $10 less than what I charge, but the experience that I bring in cannot be compared with anybody because my experience is unique and different. And that's what we are here to offer to our clients. That is very, very well said. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't get shot. That's number one. Yes. And and guys like you have a tremendous amount of value. And it's like, I, I enjoy talking to you because I've been doing it a long time, but it's sometimes it's hard to keep that energy going. And guys who are go-getters like yourself really inspire me to, you know, be better and just do more because um, like you said, that we, it's a service industry. There's a lot of people out there that can be helped more. Cause like we, we see, it. I know you see it, Becky and I see it where these people are like, they're complaining. It's like, well, it's cause you went cheap. Like there's just certain things like, you know, don't skimp on it. When I'm not trying to get money for nothing, we're trying to like, you know, we have yeah. an investor that, you know, he, he just calls us and tells us, get me a house, sell this house. And he's happy cause he's made a lot of money over the years. And we're happy cause we get to help them out and pay our bills. And so it can work for everybody, but um, I don't want to take too much of your time. I really appreciate you calling in and helping us out with the podcast. And I hope we can talk again in the future. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Jim and Becky, I love your show. You're trying to bring so much of fun into our business. At the same time, you tied it down with a lot of, lot of informative information and you being in business since 1995 is a tremendous asset to the community in general. And your clients uh, should be pretty happy. And I, I highly recommend anybody to call Jim for their real estate needs. Uh, he has so much of experience. And Jim and Becky uh, looks like they're fun guys to uh, work with. And, and I appreciate you taking time and uh, choosing me for your podcast. Hey, thank you so much. And again, if you're looking for, if you want to get Karen's information, we have it um, for mortgages or even real estate or anything. This is just kind of an open podcast. We just want to kind of, Again, it's just to get people to hear a little bit of insight about hopefully some funny stuff too, but just about the inner workings of what go, goes on. But um, I will let you go and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Jim. Thank you, Vicky. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, see you, Karen. Whatever happened in that haunted house? The client got angry and killed their spouse. The angry tenant that would always complain. Left in a hurry and dumped cement down the drain well. I've been selling homes for a while and I've seen some things. 
gonna talk to some friends of mine and hear the tales they bring. Usually funny and sometimes gory, it's time for your real estate stories. Real estate stories. 